0: About stress. From West House
1: to Stone Law,
0: High Cross Hill
1: to Loop,
0: And across the southeast of Glasgow.
1: This is Cam Glen
0: Radio. 107.9, 107.9 FM.
1: Your voice, your music, your station. Telling your story with Joy Mitchell.
2: There with I'm the one you need. Uh, my name's Joy. You're listening into telling your story on Cam Glen Radio. Thank you very much for joining us today in this uh, wonderful Easter long weekend. I hope you're enjoying yourself. Uh, today we're going to be talking about stress, and stress is that feeling that uh, most of us do feel on a fairly regular basis. So what is stress? Well, we're going to be looking at that. And why are we talking about it today? Stress is a a real issue that affects all of us, affects our health, affects our well-being, affects our productivity, affects our our relationships. And uh, it's estimated that around 75% of GP visits... Um, have stress implicated in it one way or another. So it's important we talk about stress. And also, April is Stress Awareness Month. And that's been held every April since 1992 to raise awareness of the the causes and cures for our modern-day stress epidemic. It's a time when we have an opportunity to look at the impact of stress. It's dedicated time to removing the guilt, the shame, the stigma around mental health. And to talk about stress and its effects, open up our mental, emotional um, states, uh, and um, whether we're talking with friends or uh, whether we're uh, speaking with professionals, it all helps. So stay tuned with us. We've got some good music coming up. We've got more information about stress. We've got top tips and how to manage your stress, and we can all benefit from that. Thanks for joining us. And here's Kevin McDermott Orchestra with "Tell the The Boat Breaks
3: This island needs no company For now I'm happy With the distance in between You're all the way out there Too foolish to know fear You're all the way out there Till the bow breaks And the earth shakes I'll hear you say It couldn't happen here It couldn't happen here I didn't mean a thing For after all Any child can play And any bird can sing You're all the way out there the blinkered auctioneer You're all the way out there Till the bow breaks And the earth shakes I'll hear you say It couldn't happen here It couldn't happen here Ooh, darling Don't it make you want to cry Ooh, darling The answer makes no sense So please don't ask me why Ooh, darling, the answer makes no sense, so please don't ask me why. Time's not your mother, and fortune's just your guest. So let's burn the houses down, and dance around what's left. Cause we're all the way out there. Innocent to no fear, we're all the way out there till the bow breaks and the earth shakes. I'll hear you say "It it couldn't happen here, it couldn't happen here, it couldn't happen here. It couldn't happen here I'm
1: bothering no one You're bothering me The people are shouting Across the street They're sending their Reading their lies out As they stamp on the floor The upstairs neighbors Are giving me grief All I want to do is get away Give me some relief I've been trying for ages to move away from the stress When the pigs fill the steer wheels, I'm surrounded by mess Friendly faces to see. There's a good guy downstairs being nice to me. Get out in the garden, get the sun in my arms. I'm where I wanna be now, free from the line.
2: Was Ensemble um, End Mental Health Stigma, and there's a song called How Am I? So, I think one of the most important things to do is actually challenge stigma because whether it's a stigma, it means that we don't feel comfortable talking about how we really feel. We always feel like we're maybe being pressured to be happy all the time and and try and ignore or or swallow our our real feelings. And, And during this National Stress Awareness Month, I think it's particularly important that we try and combat that stigma. So what can you do for Stress Awareness Month? Well, you can talk about stress and its effects. Let's work together to reduce the stigma that's associated with stress by talking about the topic openly and freely with friends, family and colleagues. That's one of the reasons I'm doing the show today. And you could talk about how you're feeling and about stress with your uh, friends and family and, and, and so on too. You can share your coping mechanisms. We all have some coping mechanisms. Sometimes they're not so healthy. (laughs) Sometimes they are healthy, positive, uh, productive coping mechanisms. So if you've got something that works for you, share it with other people. If something's worked for you, why not share it? I think the, the more we do that across the community, the healthier we're going to be. It might benefit someone you care about. And in the meantime, it might help you take your focus off your own challenges, which is an interesting uh, way to look at it. Uh, Be nice to those who are stressed and anxious. Be kind to those who are perhaps not feeling themselves right now. We're all undoubtedly going to experience stress and anxiety in our lifetime. So treat others going through it with compassion and empathy. Look after yourself. We all need to think more about self-care. And when we talk about self-care, we don't just mean a nice warm bath on a Friday night, as as nice as that is after a tough week. Self-care can be about taking time out of your day to relax or do something you enjoy, but it's also about making healthy decisions to exercise, to be physically active, to eat well. Even when you feel too stressed to do so. And maybe it means making decisions that are are quite tough to make. Uh, Maybe about moving on or or changing something big in your life. uh, A relationship, a job or whatever. And the most crucial thing you can do when you're stressed or anxious. Is to make sure you're continuing to look after yourself. Make time to relax when you need to. And learn to say no to requests that for the moment are, are too much for you. Well, we're going to talk a lot more about what you can do to manage your stress. But meanwhile, here's another bit of music. We've got Garbage and Only Happy When It Rains.
4: I'm only happy when it rains. I'm a-
2: to Cam Glenn Radio, this is Telling Your Story. My name's Joy and today we are talking about stress. So we know April is Stress Awareness Month and we've um, had a quick look at what you can do during Stress Awareness Month to help break the stigma. Uh, Talk to people, talk about how you feel, share any coping strategies you have. But actually, what is stress? We all think we know what it is, we certainly all feel it, but what actually is it? Well, firstly, let's let's debunk one myth. Stress stress is not necessarily a bad thing. Without this brilliant ability to experience stress, humankind wouldn't have survived. Our caveman ancestors, for example, used the onset of stress to alert them to potential danger, such as a saber-toothed tiger, um, and through the release of hormones such as adrenaline, cortisol, and norepinephrine the caveman gained a rush of energy, which prepared him or her to either fight the tiger or run away. And that heart-pounding, fast-breathing sensation is the adrenaline, as well as a boost of energy, it enables us to focus our attention so we can quickly respond to the situation. Now, it's not just in the past that that was uh, important to keep us alive. In the modern world, the, the fight-or-flight mode can still help us survive dangerous situations for example reacting swiftly to a person running in front of our car by slamming on the brakes the challenge is when our body goes into a state of stress in inappropriate situations when blood flow is going only to the most important muscles needed to fight or flee brain function is minimized This can lead to an inability to what you might call, think straight, a state that is a great hindrance in both our work and home lives. If we're kept in a state of stress for long periods, it can be detrimental to our health. So what's this fight or flight? Um, Well, you may well have heard of this, and uh, there isn't just the the, the two Fs, actually. The more research that's done, the more we realise that there's fight, there's flight, there's freeze, and actually there's a fawn as well. So what's fight? Well, that's where aggression actually is potentially helpful. It's when our body goes into a state of stress, you may feel agitated and aggressive towards others. It's because our bodies naturally go into a state of fight. Remember the saber-toothed tiger. You might might have to turn around and fight it, uh, and that can be helpful. Uh, in a reaction to the word of predators. But in most situations of our modern day lives, it can be negatively, um, you know, affecting our relationships and and even ruin our reputations. And uh, the other F that you probably are aware of is flight, and that helps us run away again. Saber to Tiger, if you're aware it's there, you want all your energy to go to your muscles so you can run as fast as you possibly can. Uh, and it can therefore be a useful mode of survival when we find ourselves in dangerous situations. But just like the, the fight response in everyday life, we are often unable to run away. And when we do, we realise that the stressor is quick to catch up with us and it may not actually be helpful or appropriate. To, to run away from the issue, and then there's freeze, which is kind of like being like a deer in headlights. For some people, becoming stressed sets the stage for dysregulation, and in this case, the energy mobilised by the perceived threat gets locked into the nervous system, and we just freeze. There's an inability to make a decision. We don't know, um, you know, which way to turn, so we we just don't do anything. And this response sometimes reveals itself. When we breathe, holding our breath and shallow breathing in stressful situations are both forms of freeze. The occasional deep sigh is the nervous system catching up and it's oxygen intake that it hasn't been getting because we've freezed our, our breathing because of um, either stress that's presented itself uh, you know, in the short term or maybe even chronic stress. And that, that leads me to the, the final F there, which is Fawning. Now, this is one that we haven't spoken so much about. A lot of research has been done recently on the impact of trauma and abuse, and sometimes that can lead to behaviour that that's seen almost as fawning. It's a, becoming a people pleaser because of that trauma or abuse? And you know, you uh, you feel that um, you know trying to. People please will prevent that abuse from happening. Just you know, doing what you're uh, told, however you you're feeling about and um, that request. So it's something that we're uh, still you know doing quite a lot of research into, and uh, it's something that we'll talk a lot more about. And um, at a, some point in the future, a future show, uh, I'll go into that in a a lot more detail. But we'll, we'll move on to talking about recognising stress after another bit of music. Here's Elvis Costello and the Attractions where I can't stand up for falling down. <laughs>
1: your story on cam Glen radio telling your story with joy mitchell
2: yes you're listening to telling your story on cam Glen radio and today we are talking about stress thank you very much for for listening in and joining us so it's important to recognize when stress is happening and it, and it will be we all experience stress and we've uh, already looked at how stress is actually a good thing it can keep you uh, safe from dangerous situations however when it becomes chronic when we're not controlling that stress or because of our pace of life and the you know the um you know the nature of the society that we're living in just now it can sometimes become distress and it's important to recognize that if it starts to happen to you um so a, a useful analogy perhaps is that of a bridge. When a bridge is carrying too much weight, it will eventually collapse. However, before this happens, it's possible to see the warning signs such as bowing, buckling or or creaking. And the same principle can be applied to human beings, to people. It's usually possible to spot early warning signs of excessive pressure that could lead, lead to breakdown. That bridge collapse and a human being can take many forms so let's have a look at some of them well there's mental and emotional breakdown just not being able to cope anymore perhaps feeling overwhelmed there's a feeling that maybe you don't want to carry on Um, there's also some serious health issues and uh, bear in mind what i said earlier about uh, about 75 percent of gp appointments have a, a an element of stress involved And, um, you know, some of these serious health issues can include cardiovascular disease. The heart's the first organ in the body to experience stress. The number one killer on the planet today is heart disease. And it's no coincidence that as we find ourselves living under higher and higher levels of stress, the incidence of heart disease has been increasing. Stress has a profound impact on how your body's systems function. Health experts are still sorting out where stress actually is implicated in cancer, yet there's little doubt that it promotes the growth and spread of some forms of the disease. Put simply, stress makes your body more hospitable to cancer. And there's stroke as well. Stress can cause a rise in blood pressure. The main cause of hemorrhagic stroke is high blood pressure, which can weaken the arteries in the brain and make them prone to split or rupture. So the key message is that if we're able to recognise when we have too much demand on our bridge then we can take action to prevent ourselves from getting anywhere near the bridge collapsing which thankfully most of us will never experience or or see. However, some signs of a bowing and buckling bridge to look out for well, there's quite a lot of them actually. There's being more accident prone, forgetting things, showing a negative change in mood or fluctuations in mood perhaps avoiding certain situations or people, using more negative or cynical language, becoming withdrawn, showing a prolonged sense uh, loss of uh, humour, sorry, showing a prolonged loss of sense of humour, uh, becoming increasingly irritable or short-tempered, <clears throat> having more arguments and disputes, maybe a tendency to suffer from headaches, nausea, aches and pains, tiredness and poor sleeping patterns indecisiveness and poor judgment, perhaps a problem with drinking or drug taking, and looking haggard or exhausted all the time. We might notice that in ourselves, and we probably can recognise it in other people. So how does stress affect us? Well, one of the difficulties with stress is that people experience it in different ways, and this contributes to stress manifesting differently as well. So it would be wrong to overgeneralise when giving advice on how to identify stress in others. However, what we can say is that because stress has negative effects, it will usually manifest itself one way or another. It isn't always possible to prevent stress. Certainly not always possible to prevent the stressors, the things that cause the stress. So a key action in order to minimise risk is to identify stress-related problems as early as possible as they happen, so that action can be taken before serious stress-related illness occurs. There will be changes in the stressed person. These changes may well be emotional, physical, behavioural, or a combination of all three. So the key thing to look out for, um, negative changes of any kind, if you know someone sometimes the better you know them the easier it is to to notice a change bear in mind that the negative changes are also likely to have knock-on effects, for example in the workplace there might be reduced performance at work and a close colleague may be the one to to notice that there may be cognitive issues so memory problems, poor judgement inability to concentrate, indecisiveness Perhaps they're emotional. Maybe you're feeling frustrated or aggressive. Perhaps judgmental. Maybe depression or mood swings or irritability. And there might be physical tiredness that goes on and on. Skin rashes, headaches, stomach and digestive problems, frequent colds, teeth grinding, headaches, migraines, chest pain, rapid heartbeat, aches and pains. Goodness, there's loads of them. Of course, we all experience bad days where maybe we are experiencing some of those, uh, what you might call symptoms or indicators. So, you know, what we're really talking about are situations where people display these changes and those negative changes for a period of time. For example, five days in a row. So, you know, one late night might lead to some tiredness the next day. But if you're feeling tired five days in a row or a week or more, then perhaps It's as a result of stress. And prolonged stress undoubtedly makes people ill. It's now known to contribute to, as we said, heart disease, hypertension, high blood pressure, the immune system is linked to strokes, irritable bowel syndrome, ulcers, diabetes, muscle and joint pain, um, miscarriage, allergies, alopecia, and even premature tooth loss. Goodness, there's loads And people's behaviour might change as well. There might be a loss of sense of humour. might be demotivated, a loss of pride in their appearance. Maybe an increase, um, you know, intake in alcohol, cigarettes and caffeine to relax. It might be you're isolating yourself from others, sleeping too little or too much. And the first step should be to look at ourselves and understand how we are reacting to stress. Once we're mindful of the effects of stress in ourselves actually we're in a better position to recognize it in others well we've covered a lot of symptoms and indicators and what to look out for in ourselves and others and uh, after the next bit of music we're going to bring that home a little bit and um, start to look at well you know what what actually can we do about this so here's another bit of music house martins and happy hour (laughs)
1: What a good place to be, don't believe it, to speak a different language and it's not something Uh good place to be Don't believe
2: Ways to help manage your stress and uh, really you can look at them in three different ways. There's how to cope when stress is there. There's also how to prevent stress building up in the first place and there's increasing your resilience so that the stress that does come, you're you're able to, to cope with that and recover um, as quickly and effectively as you can. So what we're going to do for the rest of the show in between bits of music is look at these different ways of managing your stress. Well, the first one, and perhaps the most important one, is getting enough sleep. Uh, Again, looking at some of the statistics, um, you know, where uh, some research has been done in how people feel about their sleep. About sixty-seven percent of us say that we have difficulty in either getting over to sleep or indeed um, getting the you know, a good night's quality sleep. But it's essential for the body to function properly. If you skimp on sleep, you probably won't remember how it feels to wake up fully rested. A routine can help you get to sleep. So think of how children are put to bed. Adults can adopt similarly helpful sleep-enhancing routines. For example, maybe have a relaxing bath. If you come home from work or a, a tough day or you're in the middle of an evening, then yeah, maybe have a, a warm, relaxing bath. And what that does is change your body temperature as well and get your body ready to start to cool down um, you know, in terms of your brain and so on, and uh, that's important. Your, your core temperature needs to reduce to be able to get some relaxing sleep. Avoid anything stimulating, such as an exciting TV program or, or games. There's a lot of research about blue light from, from screens and computers and so on. And try and avoid that for an hour or two before going to bed, because the blue light. Um, simulates daylight Uh, therefore what it's telling your body and your subconscious is it's not nighttime yet, it's not ready to go to sleep and it it keeps you awake for longer. When you're lying in bed do some breathing activities to help you relax and if you get into the habit of this then your your subconscious knows that when you do this breathing activity when you're lying down you're horizontal and you're feeling cosy um, then you, you're getting ready for, for sleep. And you can do it in all sorts of different ways. One of them is uh, to inhale for four seconds, or the count of four, hold your breath for seven seconds, and then exhale for eight seconds. Now, if you think, oh, gosh, four different, three different numbers there, how am I supposed to remember them? Don't worry so much about the, the, the numbers themselves. The idea is that you exhale, For a longer time than you inhale. If you spend the day feeling stressed, you might have a lot of shallow breathing. And that means you're not getting rid of all your spent air. And that's why it's important to relax for us to exhale for longer than we're inhaling. And in between those, the, the inhale and the exhale, hold your breath for a few seconds as well. Not long enough to feel dizzy, just to slow down your rate of breathing. And also, if you're lying in bed, whether you're thinking of tasks or worries or silly silly thoughts, it might be a good idea, actually, to write them down. Even if it's just for a couple of minutes, keep a paper and pen beside your bed. Write them down so that they're no longer in your head. And you're not going to worry about forgetting the thing, you know, because it's there. You can pick it up again in the morning if you really want. But it will help you set them aside and you can rest assured that you can deal with them in the morning, which is the appropriate time to deal with uh, those thoughts or plans or whatever. Now, if you're ill, rest. When you're ill, working will tire your body and prolong the illness. And recognize you have limits and don't carry on as if you were firing on all cylinders, not resting while you're ill prevents the body from recovering and can cause your illness to last longer. And another one that's actually quite close to home for us here at Cam Glen, listen to music. Music can be used in many situations to help reduce stress and create a calming atmosphere. You can use different types of music for for different effects. So, you know, you could use classical music to concentrate. As it's peaceful, harmonious, and doesn't actually have lyrics to uh, distract you or put further thoughts into your mind. Keep the volume relatively low so it doesn't distract you. And music can be a reminder to take breaks. Make a playlist that lasts for approximately an hour. Once the music stops, take a moment away from what you're doing. Making a playlist also stops you from searching for songs, helping you to focus the task of listening without distraction. And when using music to help you relax before sleep, choose soothing music with monotonous, monotonous repetition, such as sounds of nature or ambient music. And you can hear that on Cam Glenn Radio as well. But before we listen to more music, we're gonna hear for from some people talking about uh, the benefits of music, of listening to music, and indeed of perhaps making your own music and sing- singing. So first of all, here's some people from a changes course from uh, some time ago, looking at the benefits of music. <laughs>
0: Hope you can just say hello, so if I can see if I can hear you. So who have I got to my left here? Hello, I'm Anne.
2: Hello, I'm
0: Yvonne. Hello, I'm Neil. Hello, I'm Linda. Hello, hello, I'm John. Hello, I'm Claire. How important is music to you? Um, do you use it in different ways at different times? Does anyone have any thoughts on that? Music's very, therapeutic. You can easily use it to lift your mood or the same respect you can listen to a really sad song and it'll really upset you. (laughs) So you need to actually be careful what you listen to but how you're feeling in the first place. Okay. Um, But music, therapy is definitely
1: great for everybody. Well, music's very good for memories, like
0: I've got a a song for when my son was born. Uh, Stuff like that. Music's also good for if you can boot it up very loud and sing along, with it, it kind of lifts your mood. Excellent. And Neil, do you have any thoughts on music? Well, when I feel down, I like to listen to Battle because I remember from as a kid, program a lot of under, under films I made, I just thought were brilliant. I think of them, actually, I just feel. 10 out of 10. It's weird stuff, but I liked them. Okay. Thank you. Um, and last question, I'm sure I said that at the last question, but I promise this is the last question, um, is what have we been covering in tonight? So tonight our workshop um, was titled Something to Look Forward To. Um, so is there anything that we've been discussing tonight that you find interesting that you might take away or any advice you would give to our listeners um, about something to look forward to? Something to look forward to is essential in your weekly diary. Uh, everybody needs some me time and everybody needs time that they can go and smile and have fun, whether it's a hobby, like swimming or going to Tai Chi. Um, what about anything, anyone else? So we're just uh, I'm asking what you're taking away from tonight's session. We've been discussing something to look forward to. So anything any tips you've learned tonight, um that you think might be useful for our listeners. Be positive, or negative. And i no and the word I don't use word can't, I use I, I can do. I don't work uh, word can't is the word my anymore. I look I ahead. I don't look back, I'm going forward going backwards, and then go back if I four, go back. Okay. That's the size of it. Thank you. Um, Linda, um, from our our list here and our kind of top tips for something to look forward to would did you think any of them were good, and so you might give them a try? Um, yes. Um, I have the radio on every day, with the music channel anyway, and I like that. It's on all day, um, but I do like, when I'm feeling the way I'm doing, I like to go to my bed at a reasonable time and put my panpipes on. I don't know if you've heard of that, and it's all the love songs,
4: well, it was the pipes
0: that play it and I've also got um, two or three other relaxation tapes and I've also got Jim White that's on That Steps for Stress. All these things help me, well, it helps me anyway. Great, thank you. Jim you. know? yeah, White's good, isn't he? Has oh, he's great. Two. Oh, that's a great one, That Steps for Stress. Yeah.
2: Oh, some fantastic uh, observations there by the group and some uh, great tips there from from Linda at the end there as well. Listening to panpipes when she goes to bed uh, are very relaxing. So what else can you do to manage your stress? Well, you can learn to say no. Simple but effective where a no is an appropriate response say it without guilt you have a right to say no if it's something you don't want to do or you don't have time at that moment but there's also you know it doesn't have to be a decline it can also be what you might call a negotiation opportunity for example i can't do that now but i can fit it in next week they're always going to be offended if um, you are agreeing to do something, but you're doing it uh, you know, at a time that, that, that suits you and isn't going to cause you further stress. And that's one way to manage your time optimally as well. And, of course, time management is also really important. It can help stop you becoming overwhelmed. And you can also work off stress with physical activity. Pressure or anger releases adrenaline in the body. Exercise helps to reduce it and produces good mood substances in the brain. And this doesn't mean we recommend running a marathon. Just going for a breast walk around the block when you feel tense can help. You can walk off a, you know a bad mood or, or a you know, feeling of uh, tension or, or fear and so on and also breathing activities breathing exercises are hugely important and first of all something that is is often forgotten is the the relationship between your posture and your breathing because if you think about where your your lungs are if your posture, if you're sitting um, hunched up, which, you know, we so often do when we're working on a computer or playing uh, computer games or, you know, leaning forward to uh, you know, read our phones for hours at a time, then what we're doing is we're compressing our lungs and we're impacting our ability to, to breathe. So stand up straight or sit up straight. Make sure you're you're looking forward as much as you possibly can. Put your shoulders back. And if you practice that every so often throughout the day, it will start to become second nature to you. And that will improve all sorts of aspects of your health. Take a few deep breaths. And that allows more oxygen to reach your brain, helping you become calm, restore concentration, focus. Take a nice slow deep breath in through the nose and fill your belly up with air. Hold at the top of that breath. That just means when you've breathed, um, breathed right in, uh, and then slowly exhale through the mouth, pulling the navel to the spine, and repeat that maybe five times. And stress often results from difficulty in coping with day-to-day problems and conflicting responsibilities and a useful strategy for dealing with a sense of being overwhelmed by all the things that need attention is prioritizing and what you might call diarizing keeping your diary up to date make a list of all the things you need to do list them in order of genuine importance know what you need to do yourself and what can be delegated to others know what needs to be done immediately or you know what needs to be done next week or next month Create time buffers to deal with unexpected emergencies. And arrange your workload to match your energy levels. Also hobbies. We know having activities outside of work and home can be a great way to break up the week and alleviate stress. If you don't know where to start, then think about what you enjoyed as a child. For example, reading, playing football, painting, etc. And... Yes, we, we are going to, to go there. We're going to mention it. We know it is difficult to, um, to quit habits that, uh, you know, you feel uh, have kept you going. Sometimes uh, some of these coping strategies are maybe not the healthiest. So you know, have a look at them and, and see if you can make changes uh, by, you know, cutting down or avoiding nicotine, alcohol caffeine as well which is in coffee there's an extraordinary amount of caffeine in filter coffee for example there's also caffeine in things like energy drinks um even tea has caffeine in it and by itself a cup of tea or even a few cups of tea isn't going to be a lot of caffeine but when you you add it all up together with the tea The the energy drink, um, the Coca-Cola, the uh, coffee, the chocolate, all the rest of it can add up to quite a lot of caffeine. And of course, refined sugar products as well are in there. They're all stimulants which prevent you from feeling calm. So if you're feeling stressed, steer clear of them or try and cut them down. It can be difficult if you associate them with relaxation and comfort. However, you can benefit from a sense of relaxation without relying for stim- uh, you know on a stimulant. Um, when you go for a cigarette, you usually walk outside. And actually, it might be the walking outside that's really helping. And talk to someone. That's probably the, the most important. So we've left it to last. We've all heard of the saying, a problem shared is a problem halved. And... Like most clichés, it's founded on a grain of truth. If you're troubled by something, don't suppress it. Instead, speak to a friend or family member. If you don't feel comfortable speaking to a loved one or if you feel stress is putting you at risk, visit your GP. They can signpost you to the relevant help. Or if you want to speak to somebody anonymously, contact the Samaritans 08457 90 90. Ninety. Well that's it for today It's been a, a whirlwind look at stress And stay with us on Cam Glenn Radio Because Alan Stephen is coming up in a few minutes With another hour of amazing music And then at four o'clock we have Frank With more fantastic music So stay with us And what we're going to leave with today Is something that always <laughs> relaxes and de-stresses me And that is when I go singing in the rain Bye!